Some of you will recognize that um, from Corbusier's uh, Version Architecture. I think it's interesting because, in a way, his um, kind of romance about uh, transatlantic liners started him on a, a mission, really, <coughs> which was about um, the object. Um, no building, this is a floating building, um, could be more of a, an object in relation to its um, environment than a large ship. And, of course, he goes on to do that, which is the Marseille Unité, which is kind of, uh, might, maybe one could call it a, a tragically po poetic uh, proposition, uh, which you could say is uh, hugely against urbanism. And maybe I'm exaggerating the idea that it comes from a ship, but it is a sort of ship, because it's, it's, um, it's self-sufficient. It has, or at least it sets out to be self-sufficient. Of course it's not. It's symbolically self-sufficient, and it has nothing to do with its environment, it has no more to do with its surroundings um, than the transatlantic liner. Um, I think we're still in this situation. You only have to take the Docklands Light Railway and look out of the window to see we're still like that. We don't know how to, to put things together. Uh, uh, it's a, it, well, we don't. And, of course, that then inspired the LCC architects in the 1950s to see um, housing in a rather similar way, possibly a more sensitive way. Um, that's perhaps not terribly sensitive, but you'll recognize that as one of the slab blocks at Roehampton that sit on the, um, the kind of uh, hillside that comes down into the park. Um, and um, I think that <coughs> that was, I think, designed when Leslie Martin was uh, uh, head of the uh, LCC Architects Division with Robert Matthew. And I think that he had started to have grave doubts about, about this. Oh yes, there it is. Isn't that wonderful? You go from the poetics of the Marseille Unity to, I think this is somewhere in, possibly in Romford. Anybody recognize it? Deeply poetic proposition. Anyway, Leslie Martin uh, goes to um, Cambridge University and becomes a um, prof there and with Lionel March um, starts to look at the characteristics of um, courtyards. And this is a great court uh, trinity. Maybe there was another influence, uh, maybe a more fundamental influence, which was the interest in uh, 18th century Bloomsbury and the kind of densities that were being achieved in the, in the streets and squares of Bloomsbury, but um, he, he and Lionel started looking at this in a very systematic way. And I, I was a student when that was going on, um, and it interested me very much. Great Court Trinity. <coughs> <coughs> 